Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Oh. I thought you said something. Now, you know, I thought there was something I wanted to talk about here, but I can't, I can't remember. I have something. Sure. Since this is going to be coming up this Wednesday, um, I want to congratulate my friends Colin and Mackenzie and their new baby kitten who's coming home this oh. They, um... Congratulations, Colin and Mackenzie. Oh. So welcome home, Hilda. Mm-hmm. So happy to have Welcome you. home, Hilda. Um, oh, congratulations. Give give them all my love. I know. I'm so happy. I'm so, I'm really happy. I'm probably going to meet her soon. But oh. <sighs> have you read anything? I have actually. Nice. Um, I have been listening to Girly Drinks by Mallory O'Mara. I love. That and name. yeah, she actually is one of the co-hosts of Reading Glasses, which is oh. a podcast that I really enjoy and really yeah. inspires me to read. And um, this is her second book, and it's a history of women and drinking. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's super cool. You know, it's like a feminist history and, you know, just like, hey, women are responsible for booze and um, how, like, how it became like this weirdly gendered thing and... Yeah. I'm like halfway through it. It's very good. It's very entertaining. Um she narrates it, so nice. That's also fun. Yeah. Good book. I recommend it. If you like drinking, read it. If you don't, but you just like women's history, read it. Yeah. It's fun. I haven't read anything. That's okay. I'm still reading what I have on my shelves. I just got new books. I shouldn't have, but I got them. Um. Me all the time. <laughs> well, it's a new book. This is a short opening. Because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangled. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? We also didn't no. kill our brother. Well, so I mean, somebody died. Who who's the we here? Because there's a lot of people at play now. Well, okay, uh, Mudclaw died, which I'm a little bit disappointed. Mudclaw did in, die. Cause I mean, I'm not disappointed on how he died. Cause that was sick. Like that was awesome. That was wicked, dude. Like that was the that was the most stellar death I've seen. Honestly, it's like probably like in the top five right now. Cause like. Throwing yourself at a stalactite stalagmite and dying that way to kill uh, a mountain mine that shouldn't be there. Pretty sick. Um, yeah, that was, yep. Mega dying, like, uh, <laughs> like, Tiger's, dying nine times in a row. Yeah, like, Tiger Star. That, that yeah. was pretty cool, but, like, um, yeah. his wounds were, like, I mean, I, it was, like, apparently really, like, sick wound that killed the crap yeah. out of him. Uh, but, uh, I think being hit by a tree that's on fire after it got struck by lightning, uh, and, like, genuinely you could have, like, gone either way and you still died, like, that's... I know he was, like, fighting yeah. with Hawkfrost, and, like, Hawkfrost, they probably kind of made it... He was probably hurt. He probably couldn't have gotten that far, but... Still... Yeah. Well, Hawkfrost lived. Yeah. Hawkfrost was and also Hawk under Frost that tree. Away with it, too. And, and it wasn't even, yeah. like... <laughs> and watching the 180, like, the multiple flip-flops we did just in that chapter, it was just, like, once. He was like, <laughs> I'll never trust him again. Wow, I trust my brother. Wow, my brother's a good, noble... I've never seen a more noble-looking cat. I don't think... Oh, like, I mean... I've, I can name off a couple more noble things to do rather than joining a coup. Like, even if, yeah. even if we take Hawkfrost's word for it, which I won't, if we take his word for it, um, why wouldn't you go to your leader? Uh, it was like, why would you, yeah, I'll, I'll join your rebellion. I also don't believe he's the chosen one. What? 
But, like, you're not in this clan. Why do you care? Oh, uh, there's definitely nothing in it for me. Like Mudclaw said, there was. Which also... Yeah, definitely Hilarious. Not. What is Hawkfrost going to do next? Like, how is he going to get, like, his little foot in the door? Because his plan has been ruined, basically. Like, his, his little conniving mm-hmm. plan. Like, you guys heard my theory of what the whole thing was. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just be the, um, the deputy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's funny because he, he's like, I can't outright kill our deputy. I can't do that. That's like, that's not stylish enough. No, she's immortal. Yeah. She's, she's not. A vampire. Like, you could just kill her, but he's like, it'll look bad. I, it needs to look better than that. And it's like, you know what, Hawkfrost, I appreciate the effort you're willing to put in these schemes because you leave so much room for things to go wrong. And it did. But he apparently is still smooth talker enough to get away with it. So I, I am less disappointed. I used to be disappointed in Hawkfrost as a villain because it was just kind of like boring. But now I'm like, oh, back on board. This guy's hilarious. Well, are you ready for uh, book five of the new Prophecy yeah. series? I'm ready to Twilight. see what POV it's going to be. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get some leaf pool because we have to uh, feel conflicted about a guy uh, saying he loves us and we kind of love him. But in reality, I don't think either of these two kids love each other. I think they're both just deeply traumatized. So I definitely think leaf pool is about to be <laughs> one of our POVs. Well, this is Twilight. So oh, you can God. expect some bad relationships. One's going to be a vampire. This came up before Twilight. Maybe they're all vampires. This was published August 22nd, 2006, so you are correct. Wow, I can't believe... Wow. Um, Stephanie Meyer definitely yeah, Stephanie, copied whoa. Warrior Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ready? Mm-hmm. Alright, so this was... Uh, Twilight was written by Cherith Baldry. And Crowfeather is on the original cover... And Leaf Pool is on the new cover. Oh, God. Cute. Couples activities. Be on yeah. the cover of a um, book. Can I actually... Can I, can I send you the covers? Yeah. Also, who was the author of this one? Cherith Baldry. Cherith. Oh, we've heard of her before. I was like, I don't... That name didn't sound no, yeah. familiar for a second. I do know her, though. It's either Cherith or Kate. So, um, I'm just gonna send you a screenshot. I'm... I'm just gonna send you a screenshot I'm taking of both covers. Okay. So Oh wow. Yeah. Which one's the new one? I mean the new one's the one with the cat that's way too close to the okay, camera. Okay, the new one with that's Leafpool? I guess. Leafpool, honey. I... She like accidentally turned on her front facing camera. Yeah, I And I wow. don't like the new covers. He looks just like Crowfeather looks just like um the goth uh like emo boy i would imagine but what is happening yeah. in the rest of this cover i can't like see it very well so it looks like oh it's just, it's just are those red rocks a... yeah okay i think it's maybe supposed to be thunder clan camp yeah since it's such small since i'm looking in such a small um resolution it looks like they're chilling in like someone's lower intestine but i because it just <laughs> looks like a bunch of curvy red shapes and i'm like that's definitely not what I'm seeing. I see... Okay, I see... Oh. Oh, I know the, the there's a couple up on the left. The white yeah, and the gray I don't, cat. That's... I don't think there are any specific cats. Oh. I think it'd be nice if they were. I don't think they are. You're gonna tell me... Um, I mean, I guess so, because I'm trying to think of a couple that's a white cat and a gray cat, and I personally There aren't any. No. I was going to be like, oh, it could be, um, uh, Braveheart. Cloudtail, I think. Not Braveheart. Brightheart. Brightheart. Brightheart's orange and white, though. I don't know. I think it could be Brightheart and, um, her boy toy, but he's definitely not a gray cat. She's not a white cat either. No, she's, she's orange and white. He's just white. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't... Both of these covers are very nice-looking cats. I don't know what emotion I'm supposed to feel looking at either of these. Why does Leafpool have a lip like that? Yeah, why is she... Do you want to see... 
Do you want to see the Polish cover? She looks horrified. Yeah, I'd love to see the Polish cover. Because the Polish covers are the best covers. And the original cover looks like... I know. Like, Crowfeather looks fine, but I'm just so confused about what's happening at the camp. Also, what were they (laughs) digging? Are they saying, oh, it was iron? Because, like, look how red these rocks are. I don't know, like, man. I don't think we had that much. I mean, I, the whole Iron Age there was probably. I'm not sure if Wayne McLaughlin read the books before he made oh, the covers. Oh, that's sick. No, I'm that's... positive the Polish wow. artist did. That's because... Crowfeather? <laughs> yeah. This looks like a cover you of. You just fell in love with him, too? This looks like a cover of Gideon the Ninth, but like the, the cat one. <sighs> yeah. Isn't I just thought he was on kind I... of like a wasteland. Because that's what the inside of his brain feels like. Yeah, if anybody can uh, help me get my hands on all the Polish versions, I'll be able to read them, but I'll be able to look at them. I'm Polish. I'm learning Polish. But you're not supposed to. Send us two copies, please. Help me. Yeah. All right. So those are all the different covers. I mean, there's others, obviously, but. God, the eyes are so sick on the Polish version. I don't think the Polish readers know how lucky they are. No, they do. Trust me. Good. We talk about it okay, on Twitter good. all I the time. I suppose since a lot of it's being post, like, it's being printed after the English versions. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, they just started coming out in the past, like, few years. So, so. They, the Polish fans are aware, because I imagine a lot of the Polish oh, yeah. fans maybe read the English versions originally. Yeah. Or whatnot. I don't know. If you're a Polish fan, let us know your journey. Uh, let's start our journey, though, into Twilight. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Twilight is one of Kate's favorite books to read. Okay. So, Kate's the other author. Mm-hmm. And Vicky says that writing the prologue of Twilight was the most emotional she's ever been thinking of Warriors. Oh, God. Uh-oh. So, without further ado, would you like a prologue? Yeah. All right. Stick through me with this. Okay. Because chapter one, chapter one after the prologue, is going to answer some of your deepest hard-hitting questions. Okay, okay, I believe, I believe. What you, yeah, what you most want to know, what you most desire, chapter one's going to deliver. So, prologue. No, there must be some mistake. A cat is crouched at the water's edge. There's still so much I have to do. Bluestar tells the cat that she's sorry. The cat had expected many more moons with their clanmates before coming to join Star Clan. And Blue Star tells the cat that they've served their clan more faithfully than some manage in a long lifetime. Blue Star, this isn't your fault, the cat tells her. There is no need to apologize. Of course there is, Blue Star says. They need to know how much their clan owes them. All the clans, Tallstar adds, and Star Clan too. None of them would have found their new home without their help. Nystar said that if they could change this cat's fate, they would. But Blue Star warns that not even Star Clan can turn aside the paws of destiny, no matter how much they want to. I understand, says the cat, and they will try to have courage. Can they tell them when? No, Blue Star shakes her head. Even Star Clan can't see the future that clearly. But when the time comes, they will know, and Star Clan will be waiting for them. Crooked Star comes up to the cat. He says whenever the clans tell stories of the great journey, their name will be honored. And the cat thanks Crooked Star. And Blue Star tells the cat to know that the strength of Star Clan will be with them. The cat meets her gaze. Star Clan has always been with me. They say that, even though their life has been so hard, Tallstar asks. Of course, the cat says. They've made good friends in all the clans. They've seen kits born and watched elders on their final journey to to Silverpelt. They made the long journey to the clan's new home. They wouldn't change a single day. They know it isn't in Star Clan's power to give them longer with their clan, but they can't help but wanting more. Blue Star says it hurts them all when a young cat is called to join Star Clan. And Blue Star knows that they would serve their clan loyally for many more seasons if they could. Don't grieve, Blue Star, the cat says. 
they know their clan will be cared for after they are gone. Murmurs of respect sound among the cats. Blue Star bends down and tells the cats that they are with them, always. Each of them bent their heads in turn. Spotted Leaf, Oakheart, and Silverstream dip their heads as well. The warriors of StarClan wreath the cat with the strength and courage of their ancestors. Their voices swelled to a low keening of sorrow that drifted up to the stars. They fade one by one, leaving the hollow empty, and the stars shone down on a single cat that crouched unmoving beside the pool. I, I understand why that would make someone emotional. I was like, dude. But I also like thought I knew what was going on. Now I'm like not really sure I know what's going on. I'm pretty what do you sure think? I know what's going on. Just some of that passage made me a little confused. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to listen because I think you're about to roll out the red carpet of chapter one. Yeah, but I want to talk about the prologue a little bit. What do you think? What did, what did you think? I mean, it was sad. It was like depressing. It's like, oh crap, I'm dead. Look at the, and then they're looking through the pool. Oh, is it is like the pool? Do we have a moon pool in Star Clan now? This is the moon. No. A single cat was crouched beside the pool. It's a living cat. What? Okay, so now I'm confused. Basically, Star Clan has told a living cat. That they are going to die. Okay, and Blue Star's dead. So it's not like Spot. Blue Star's dead. It's like right now. No, yeah, it's happening. It's happening now. Tall Star's there. So, Tall Star's dead. Who's, like, looking at all the cats around me? I'm like, who's dying? Who died? Hey, who isn't feeling good? Who, d- is it, is it? One of the Shadowclad cats? <laughs> I mean... I, I feel, like, really as, dumb because I as truly of this... can't recall who died last... I mean... No, this isn't a cat that's died yet. This cat is still alive. They've been told they're going to die in the future. Soon, but they don't know when. Why would Starclan and Starclan... And, oh, that okay, that makes more sense why they were like, oh, do I know when? They're like, Starclan doesn't tell us. We don't know. I don't know. And it's like, you're Starclan. You don't know. They're like, truly, we don't. You just killed a man with a tree. Can't you? Can't you do? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, God, we can't. Starclan is silly. Okay. And this is, like, messed up that they, like, came together and were like, okay, so we're definitely going to tell, uh, like, do pedal they're dying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let's still, tell them that they're dying. We're still sticking with the same... Like, we haven't gotten a new prophecy yet. We still got our old prophecy we haven't seen entirely through. Oh, yeah. The blood will spill blood prophecy. And the lake will run red. With blood. With blood. Yes. <laughs> it's nasty. Okay, wait. Okay. Who would be looking in a pool? It would be medicine cats. Who are medicine cat apprentice. I'm don't think it's gonna be Leaf Pool because she's got some drama to go through. And ah, is it gonna be the other young medicine cat apprentice? I don't know. I have no idea what's happening. That's fair. It's okay. We'll just, we can just keep going. I just wanted to make sure you understood what was happening. Like vaguely. So yeah. Well, someone's gonna die eventually. God, that's so vague. Which can be said about everyone. I, like, <laughs> Thanks, Starclan. I was like, I was like, Starclan, be more specific in their prophecies. They're like, how about this? And I was like, well, that's like... You're gonna die. Like, that's like aw. half of what I wanted. Like, it's a much clearer message, but it still kind of sucks. But I still don't know what's going on. Okay. All right. Are you ready? For chapter one? Yeah, who's about to wake up and be like, hey mom, hey dad, hey hey clan, I'm dying. Who wants me to take some uh, food to Star Clan? Firestar calls a meeting, which wakes Squirrel Flight. That's right. Our second POV is my favorite gal. Oh, thank God. So we got sisters again, it's a sister book. I'm so ready 
I'm so ready to be on this side of the Bramble, Claw, and Squirrel Flight relationship. It's been too long. Yeah. I know she's probably going to be, like, like, still pining after him and whatever. But I'm just ready to be on the right side of history. Ugh. She's like, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Actually, scratch that. I'm angry and disappointed. Like... Was it right of her to be like, you're not killing this dude? Like, maybe not. But also... I think that was more of a, you're not gonna hold him responsible for this. Yeah. He's like, absolutely not. She's like, I don't... Okay. Oh, anyways. A meeting. Dustpelt mutters, what does Firestar want now? As he followed Cloudtail and Brightheart out of the warrior's den. Squirrel Flight watches Dustpelt's stiff movements. The wounds he had gotten from the battle against Mudclaw were still painful. Most of the clan still felt the pain of that battle. Squirrel Flight's side still stings from a wound of her own. What did Dustpelt do? I mean, he just fought, you know, in the battle. Oh, okay. I was, it's just, I was like, it's what, just, who hurt the boy? Someone. Someone hurt that boy. But they're all pretty hurt. In the clearing, there was still frost, but she could smell the faint hint of growing things. New leaf isn't far away. Firestar is on the high ledge, looking proudly at his clan. So it's probably not bad news. Yeah. Cats, yeah. Like, he doesn't look dire. Cats gather below him. Mousefur emerges with Goldenflower and Longtail from the Elder's Den. And Goldenflower yeah! guides... Hey, someone should talk to Goldenflower. Well, Goldenflower guides Longtail with her tail on his shoulder. That's so cute. Couldn't... I can't deny you any any good Goldenflower Thank content. Thank you. Never, never. I will never leave her out. Leafpool greets Squirrel Flight and asks about her scratches. Squirrelflight says it's fine. Cinderpelt and Leafpool have been very busy since the battle. And Squirrelflight says there are plenty of cats who need it more than she does. Leafpool sniffs the scratches and agrees. They're healing well. Birchkit stumbles out of the nursery and went to his father, and Ferncloud followed and licked his ruffled fur. Squirrelflight laughs. Her gaze drifts past them towards the entrance to camp, and her shoulders tense. It looks like the Dawn Patrol is back. Eh. Brambleclaw is coming into camp. Ugh. Followed by Sandstorm and Rainwhisker. Leafpool asks her what the matter is. And Squirrelflight answers reluctantly. It's Brambleclaw. She can't believe he's still friends with Hawkfrost after the way he supported Mudclaw. Leafpool points out that many cats supported Mudclaw. After the tree fell, Hawkfrost admitted he was wrong and that Mudclaw had tricked him. One Whisker already forgave him. Mm. Yeah, One Whisker's been known to, like, be, like, a little too forgiving. Yeah. And, like, hey, Leafpool, we we don't, we maybe, like, don't need a devil's advocate at the moment. We yeah, just need but that's, like, here. she always seems to be up on that. <sighs> Come on, sister. I need you to just, I just need you to blindly hate this guy with me. She's like, I already... Well, Squirrelflight lashed her tail. Hawkfrost lied, she says. She heard what Mudclaw said before he died, and Hawkfrost was trying to become powerful enough to take over RiverClan. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad that someone else heard it. I was worried that she, like, didn't hear it. No, yeah, she did. Good. She did. I was a little worried that that little tidbit was gonna die with Miss McChuckles over here. Leafpool's troubled gaze pierces Squirrel Flight's fur. I'm guessing she didn't tell Leafpool her dad, says, though. No, girl. God! Dang it, girl! Talk to your dad! Leafpool says that she has no proof of that. Why should they believe Mudclaw over Hawkfrost? Leafpool asks if she's sure she's not judging him because of who his father was. Squirrel Flight opens her mouth for a swift retort, but there's nothing she can say. Leafpool says he was Brambleclaw's father, too. I can think of a His couple sons of things don't to say. Have to I've never met the guy. Thoughts. That doesn't even come into it. Wait. Isn't a factor. No. Like, 
when I met Hawfrost, he looked just like the guy I was head over heels for. You'd think that'd be a point in his favor. <laughs> but instead, I was like, ew. Gross. Well, Leafpool says she doesn't trust Hawfrost any more than Squirrelflight does. So it's like, okay, so you you're seem with to me. trust be him like a me, little girl? bit more than I do. Yeah, like, be with me, girl. <sighs> she really is double but advocating. It's like, no, if you get my, if you That's understand not what we my need. point, then be angry with me. But they can't assume that he's as evil as Tigerstar without any proof. And even if Hawkfrost is dangerous, it doesn't mean that Brambleclaw has to be like him. Or Tigerstar. Squirrelflight twitches her tail uneasily. She guesses her sister is right. But Brambleclaw won't listen to a word she says. He cares more about Hawkfrost, far more than he cares about her. And she doesn't understand why he would take Hawkfrost's word over hers. Leafpool points out that he is Brambleclaw's brother. And Leafpool's gaze is warm and sympathetic. Shouldn't she judge Brambleclaw by what he does now instead of what his father did? Or what she's afraid he might do in the future? And it's like, she is judging Brambleclaw by what he's doing now. That's exactly what she's doing. She's saying, this guy's bad and Brambleclaw... And she doesn't even know. know that they met in their dreams with their evil father and like she doesn't she's not making that connection i guess it's just more and more we're being laid out that leaf fool can be wrong (laughs) (laughs) yes well squirrel flight asked leaf fool if she thinks she's being unfair on the journey she had trusted brambleclaw with her life but since she has watched his friendship with Hawkfrost grow, her trust in him seemed to melt away. Leafpool thinks she's upsetting herself for no reason. I'm not upset, Squirrelflight says. I'm just really, she really, hear- really angry. <laughs> she's like, that's a, that's a different, that's a form of upset. She can't bear to admit, even to her sister, the ache inside of her when she thought of what she had lost. She says she's just worried about the clan, and if Brambleclaw wants to go off with Hawkfrost, that's none of her business. Leafpool touches her shoulder. Don't pretend that you don't care, especially not to me. Hi, Squirrelflight. It's Ashfur. He asks her to come sit with him, and Squirrelflight goes to his side, and his dark blue eyes gleam as she joins him. Leafpool oh, Ashfur. And gives... The guy we started hanging out with last book. Do I know anything about this yeah. man? Um, he is, I, I accidentally said he was um, Willow Pelt's kid. That was an untrue. He's Brindleface's child. Oh, cool. Uh, Brindleface, Brindleface was killed yeah. by Tiger Your Star. Your died be in a really laid. horrific way, dude. Yeah. Do we ever yeah. know who the dad is? No. Uh, Good on Brindleface. Like, some official sources say it's like. Um, White Storm, but nobody really likes that. So like, I don't like that. White not. Storm was White Storm had Willow Pell. Yeah. Um. So who knows? Could be. Could be anyone. But um, Brambleclaw's dad did kill his mom. Yeah. Has Ashford done anything significant that I should know about? No. Okay. So okay. Good. I was because he just showed up and I was like, yeah, this guy. I mean, as Ashpaw, he joined the relay for the dogs, him and Ferncloud. He's Ferncloud's sister, and we love Ferncloud. Oh, okay, cool. Good good running, dude. That's all I know about you so far. And that you are friends with um, Squirrel Flight, which means you must, you must be somewhat okay. Yeah. Sure. Did you say sure? Leafpool follows and gives her a quick lick. Try not to worry, Leafpool murmurs. Everything will be alright. What all is right. this guy about to do? And she gives Ashfur She gives Ashfur a friendly nod before joining Cinderpelt. What is he about to do? You can't just say yeah, Nothing. sure, after I say, well, he's friends with her, so he must be okay. 
Is he about to be evil? He's got a long life ahead of him. Let him do his thing. Out of the corner of her eye, Scrollflight sees Brambleclaw take a few steps towards her, and his eyes darken when she sits next to Ashfur, and he veers abruptly to sit with Brackenfur and Sorreltail. What a freak. Squirrelflight's fur tingles, and she doesn't know if it's from relief or disappointment. As Firestar begins to speak, she can feel Brambleclaw's eyes burning into her fur. What a freak! Would you like to hit me with a cat fact before all your questions are answered? Oh, sure. Um, I'm... Now I'm scared. Always be scared. Okay. Because... Oh my god, is it going to be Cinderpelt? What? Is Cinderpelt going to die? What are we talking about? Is that who was talking at the start? It says Cinderpelt? I don't know. Yes, you do! <laughs> okay, here's your cat fact. <laughs> um, guys, we're taking a break from meme cats. Um... I was just getting a little burnt out on them, and I want to keep things fun for the rest of them, especially since there were ones that are suggested by folks, and I was just getting bitter and angry, so we're taking a break from meme <laughs> cats. Um, and this break was inspired by, once again, my TikTok before you page. This was a video that randomly showed up, and I was like, oh my god. So. Wow, TikTok knowing your brain. I know. Uh. We're going to talk about the late and great big boy of the University of California, Santa Barbara's campus. Um, so the TikTok gods send this to me. Uh, I wasn't looking for it, but it came to me as a tribute Like video. a prophecy? The UCSB's official TikTok page, they made a beautiful tribute for big boy showing a memorial rock with a photo and a text in loving Aww. memory of Big Boy, UCSB's campus cat from 2005 to 2002. Um, if you go there... Wait, 2000... 2005 to 2022, sorry. You say, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to... And, uh, and if you want, to, if you're at that campus and you want to see where Big Boy's memorial is, it is in the courtyard between Webb and Noble Hall. I don't know what it means. I just took that from the description. Um... So, what did Big Boy do? What didn't Big Boy do? So, I needed to know more because I was like, okay, I'm finding out about Big Boy a little too late in my life, but this is fine um, because thankfully there was a lot of local coverage um, about Big Boy. Um, and according to reports, no one's like really sure where Big Boy came from. Um, no one knows like when, like they just know he started kind of was around in the science, like near the science buildings around 2005 is when first noticed him and he didn't leave from then on uh so he was one of several cats at the time that made campus their home um and while many of those cats passed or were relocated uh big boy and a cat named solo were still there as of 2019 um this was commented by carl anderson a groundskeeper of 25 years that big boy was once uh called nbc aka new black cat so <laughs> you know the locals will give them very good names and anderson is one of the many people at ucsb that cared for big boy uh he actually made handmade wooden shelters for them with hay oh, and bedding that he would refresh so uh pretty regularly um and along with Ed anderson was katie title uh, who was an academic advisor uh, for the College of Engineering. Um, and she was the unofficial spokesperson for Big Boy. Um, like, oh. when she started working at the campus, uh, she found out about Big Boy and was like, oh my god, we gotta care for this cat. But, like, most of the time, like, she, like, once went to go feed him before Thanksgiving break and found that, like, several people had already checked in. <laughs> um, and uh, so she worked together with other fans of Big Boy, um, to basically make an unofficial sort of schedule for feeding and caring for him. Uh, mm -hmm. She also helped organize a um, uh, a GoFundMe for him for some veterinary needs since he was a senior cat. He needed his teeth looked at and, like, all that. 
Yeah. Uh, which was so successful, they made over three times the amount of what they asked for. Um, he, he was a popular guy. He has a Instagram, yeah. a Facebook page. I did request to join the Facebook page. Um, I haven't gotten in yet, so oh. I'm just looking for more info. Um, and that's totally fine. They're like, why is this random rando from Minnesota trying to get on our Facebook page? Um, it's totally fine if they dec- decline to let me join because I'm not a U.S. Uh, UCSB alum um but uh just a cat enthusiast yeah so he had all the food and care uh that he needed um they even made sure that he had a personalized uh collar tag to ensure that he was not taken to a shelter again it did happen once (laughs) that someone was like this is a very nice cat I should take him to a shelter um and on the fair that's what i'd do and, and she did take him to a vet uh like at one point yeah and i checked out he was good he was everyone all the cats that were around campus were like spayed and neutered um excellent and on his personalized collar it said big boy established 2005 approximately uh ucsb oh. <laughs> is my home please pet or feed me <laughs> so he he even had a little log book um and on this log book, uh, like people sometimes wrote things like, you know, finals suck, or it's like, I miss, I miss my cat from home, or thank you for all the cat therapy, like graduating this year. So Big Boy made a huge influence Aww. on campus, so it's not surprising. Uh, he was so beloved that when he did pass this year, after 17 years on campus, so yeah. he, was, he was a senior boy. Um, he was a super senior. Yeah, he, he, he was like, listen... Just going to chill by the science buildings. Um, he was very <laughs> beloved. Uh, Katie Teigl actually, during um, 2020, during the, uh, uh, well, it's still ongoing, but when campus was shut down for COVID, um, mm. she he actually came home with her. And apparently he was just very used to being a, uh, a house cat at that point. But she's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me to decide, uh, you know, since I love him so much. But... I do believe she did eventually bring him back to campus. Um, yeah. Because, you know, she's like, uh, one of the articles uh, said it best. They said, you know, loved by many, owned by none. Um, he was mm-hmm. a beloved camp- campus cat. Um, so much so that he has this beautiful memorial that you can visit. Uh, I don't know. I doubt they're planning on getting another cat for the campus because I, a solo might still be out there. I, I couldn't find any info if Solo's still rummaging around. Um, oh. And also, I think it's just for, it was just a feral cat um, that happened to be yeah. very beloved by people and end up being very friendly. So, um, yeah, it's seems like he was just like a cool cat and he's just a big black cat. I'll be, I will have the TikTok um, that I saw originally and all of his, um, social media that still exists. So everyone can admire him, um, from afar or from up close. I would definitely say, uh, and also in like the comments of the TikTok, I found out like about a lot of campus pets. <laughs> oh, they're like, we got ducks or they're like, Oh man, I hope this doesn't happen to our campus cat. And I was like, wow, there's so many campus cats, but it's kind of like we had campus squirrels. So yeah and bats yeah anyway that that was big boy oh well rest in peace big boy oh thank you big boy touched many hearts mm-hmm. are you ready i'm ready for my answers speaking of firestar says three days have passed since the battle with mudclaw Two dead warriors still lay outside their camp. Oh my god. <laughs> They're actually it's dressing It's been three it. days. Yeah, I didn't remember this because it's not, but... <laughs> well, now that the clan has rested, the body should be returned three to Shadow Three days? <laughs> three days. Oh my days. god, those things are like you. It's gonna be so Ugh. hard to move them. They've all rigor mortis Like... Why did we wait three days in, like, the sun? Oh, We were tired. I don't know. I feel like, okay, I'm the kind of person, when I come home from a trip, I gotta unpack. Because I know if I don't unpack, that bag is remaining packed for, like, a good two months. 
And if you come into your home and there's two dead bodies, you take them out right away. Yeah, like, I just, I can't imagine being like, oh, wow, hard battle. And not the next, like, there were people that didn't go to the battle. Like, yeah. there were people that were Shadow Clan. holding down the camp. And also, if it's that much of an inconvenience, why would we not then just send, like, two, one or two dudes, like, send the, send the medicine cat and be like, hey... Some of your guys died. Like, do you want to come get them? We're too tired. We're very tired. And honestly, it looks like not that many Shadow Clan, like Shadow Clan cats, were there. But this wasn't like this wasn't them for once. No, and so they'd be like, "Oh, we've been looking for those." Yeah, like Shadow Clan's probably confused. So, like, did did Ron and Paul run off to become like, like? Please use Warrior Cat's name. Yeah, Ron Ron and Paul. It's their nicknames, but like I, we still don't know. Are these guys brothers, lovers, cousins? We'll never no! know. As far as I know, I don't. Maybe maybe Black Star will say something at the next gathering, but I. Okay, so what are we gonna do with the bodies, Firestar? <laughs> now that we've let them fester. I'm looking up a timeline. I need to know what happens after a body's been dead for two day- three days. Oh my gosh. I don't think good things happen. Like, I think... Oh, yeah, they're definitely bloating. They're at the bloat stage, guys. Oh, no. I didn't know that foam leaks from the mouth and nose. <laughs> guys, we waited. To... This is the worst time. Hey, it's still a little chilly out. There's still frost, so maybe it's slowed down a little. Okay, they gotta get them going, because, like, the gas is just accumulating in these things. Man. Good thing that they know ghosts are real and not, like... Because as soon as they start moving those bodies, they're gonna be doing those, like, groans that dead bodies can make from the gas releasing. Well, Cloudtail asks if Shadowclan will even want them after they helped Mudclaw. Who said that? Cloudtail. Cloudtail. I, he's like, I don't believe in God and I don't believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Firestar said it isn't for them to decide. The dead cats were Shadow Clan warriors. Their clan will want to honor them on their journey. I think they feel more honored. The journey that they made three days ago. Them. Yeah, they'll want to honor well, them. That's even more tiring. This is horrific. They're going to need a lot of good smelling herbs. I hope they've stocked up on those. Those are probably uh, not at the top of the list right now. Just good smelling things to stuff onto a dead body. Well, a patrol has to take the bodies to the Shadow Clan border. Thornclaw offers to go, and Firestar asks Brackenfur to go, as well as Dustpelt and Cloudtail. They can take the bodies to the border by the dead tree, find a Shadow Clan patrol, and explain what happened. But don't look for trouble, Firestar says. His gaze rested pointedly on Cloudtail. If Shadow Clan cats get hostile, he wants them out. Oh, fast. goody, yeah. The bodies are just outside the camp, hidden in the brambles, safe from foxes and other carrion eaters. So, that's fun. So, you know, they're covered by some bushes. Bro. Bro. There's so many bugs on them. There's so many bugs. So many bugs. I'm, I'm on the Australian Museum stage of dollars, stages of decomposition, and they're using a piggy as the example, because they can't show dead bodies up there. Yeah. They can show you a dead piggy, and I'm not having fun. <laughs> I gotta I stop looking at this. So you know what uh, these guys are gonna well, find. They're that in bush. like the initial decay stages, so they're not like super bloated or super gross yet. But we gotta move them now. Yeah, they're like now. they're not pleasant. They're not pleasant to be around. Also, they're gonna be super hard to move because they are kind of rigor mortis. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's just gonna be a, a crap ton of bugs in them right now because. We're not yeah. quite at the fly stage, but there are going to be some flies around, so. <sighs> I just, I can't oh, Firestar. This is so funny. Of all the things that happened last book, I didn't, I thought we were, I thought we just forgot. 
I I genuinely didn't think- I mean, we did for three days. I just can't, like, Firestar. Oh my god. He probably did forget. He was like, he walked in and he's like, ew. I'm outside. <laughs> and then a couple days later, he's like, oh man, we should probably tell somebody about this. <laughs> Shadowland doesn't even know there was a battle. Oh, ew. Like, gross. Ugh. Mm, nasty. <laughs> like, like, Honestly, if you had sent some guys, like, the day after. <laughs> Just, hey, we got a couple of your dead guys. Want to come fetch them? They're stinking up our house. I'm sure somebody would have. Okay. All right. So that patrol's gone. We got some more news. Oh, we have more news? Oh, those guys didn't need to hear this news. Yeah, well, he says, uh, Firestar says that one whisker should have received his nine lives from Star Clan, but his leadership isn't secure unless he's accepted by his clanmates. So Firestar is going to lead a patrol to Wind Clan to check. Surely that's Wind Clan's problem, Mousefur protests. I... Their warriors already had their fur ripped off once helping one whisker. Haven't they done enough? Yeah, I don't disagree, actually, with Mousefur. I think, like, that's a personal trip, dude. Do it during your vacation days. I don't have those. Well, Squirrel oh. Flights... Squirrel Flight says they risked their lives for one whisker. Why not make sure it was worth the effort? <laughs> Squirrel Flight! Mouth first shoots her a glare. <laughs> She's like, hang on, I'm gonna make this perspective. I'm gonna make... I'm gonna agree with you, Mousefur, but also disagree with you enough in a way that you'll kind of enjoy. Yeah, Mousefur shoots her a glare, but Firestar stops any furl further quarrel. Cinderpelt says whoever leads that patrol won't be Firestar. He wrenched his shoulder and needs to stay in camp until it heals. Firestar bristles but relaxes and dips his head. Very well, Cinderpelt. And Brambleclaw immediately volunteers. Firestar tells him to take a patrol only to the border. He wants to show them that they respect WindClan's boundaries. Brambleclaw tells him not to worry. He'll make sure no cat sets a paw over the border. Spiderleg is sitting on Ashfur's other side. He snorts. Bossy furball. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Clan deputy? Yes. Ashfur. Ashfur tells him that Brambleclaw is a good warrior. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be deputy. Spiderleg says, except ThunderClan already has a deputy. Ashfur points out that Graystripe isn't here, and sooner or later, oh Firestar needs God, to decide how right. long to wait for him. Oh, you forgot that Graystripe's gone. No, I forgot Graystripe's gone. I just forgot how he's still holding out. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a deputy. We're deputyless. We're the only clan in the forest without a deputy. Oh, well, it's the only problem if Firestar dies. Was he the cat at the pool? No, I don't think so. <laughs> You'd be like, why are you telling me this? I'm just going to come back to life. <laughs> it's like, yeah, guys, I know. I've, I've like, four I die or five all the more, time. depending on what book we're considering canon right now. Well, Squirrelflight wonders to herself if Brambleclaw does really want to be deputy. Just like Tigerstar. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I don't think she was making know. the Tigerstar... I don't think she was making the Tigerstar connection before until everybody else started saying, you're making the Tigerstar connection. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess you guys are right. I haven't really thought about it that way because I never met the guy. Oh. <sighs> Well, Firestar calls her name, bringing her back to reality. He says she can go with Brambleclaw, as well as Ashfur and Rainbow. Oh, Dad, you are not doing me a favor, actually. Christ, Like, Dad. he just, like, Why? he, like, said that with, like, oh, like, like a, like a, like a chummy little wink towards her. And she's, she's like, oh, no, Dad, you are five in the times. Not reading this room right. I mean, he did send Ashfur, which is nice. Hey, it's Twilight. I wish it was Sorrel Tail. <laughs> but she's already... Didn't she go on the last one? Um... No. Ah. Send Sorrel Tail. Well, 
Yeah, didn't Rain Whisker just get back from a Dawn Patrol? I guess Brambleclaw did too, so. Well, that's because he's a busybody. Rain Whisker doesn't need to be a busybody yeah. just because he is. Right? Rain Whisker's like, oh, crap. Brambleclaw, why do you set these precedents? Jesus, why was I standing by you? Well, Squirrelflight is really looking forward to a nice run in the woods. She bounces over to Brambleclaw. Let's go! Brambleclaw says not yet. He wants to hear the rest of the meeting. Glaring at him, Squirrelflight sat back down. Firestar asks Sandstorm to organize hunting patrols. Of course she will. And Sandstorm says there's one more thing. They only have one apprentice now. It's hard to get all the duties done. Sootfer says, yeah, he's fed up with fetching bedding. It's not proper warrior's job. That's too bad, Firestar says, voice firm, as he looked at the young warrior. (laughs) You can't... He can't expect one apprentice to do it all. Whitepaw works her paws off, Mousefur says. She deserves a bit of help. And Whitepaw shuffles her paws, not expecting praise from the grumpy Mousefur. Oh, Grandma thinks I work hard. I'll help, Birchkit says. He's old enough to be an apprentice. No, you're not. I was like, no, he's not. He's a baby. (laughs) Not for another moon. He's got a full moon. Even when that moon comes and goes, I'll be like, that's a baby. Firestar says Ferncloud is right, but his time will come. Firestar asks if Sandstorm would organize that as well, to make sure every cat does their fair share. Sandstorm nods, and she'll make sure Whitepaw has enough time to train with her mentor. Sandstorm says with no apprentices to train, they aren't practicing their battle skills. If there's another battle, there could be problems. Spiderleg says there isn't going to be another battle. Mudclaw's dead, so what's the threat? Do you- Sutfer says they have enough to do. Like, bro, that's not how it works. <laughs> okay, Spiderleg was made a warrior, like, last week, so. Yeah, but he's lived in the clans his whole life. He knows how drama happens. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah. No, there's no excuse. I guess, but... That's, I, I was just going to say, most of his upbringing was a time when, like, starvation too late. And you're going to tell me throughout issues. this whole time people weren't complaining, like, ah, this sucks, but at least we're not fighting <laughs> fighting River Clan over the same two rocks again. Well, Mousefur asks if Mudclaw's the only cat who's ever caused problems. When they've lived as long as she has, they'll know there's always some kind of threat. Exactly. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> it's a sitcom again. God bless. Mousefur. Hey, Mousefur is a joy whenever she opens No, her I mouth. love her. I love Mousefur. No, Mousefur can do no wrong. I don't care what war crime she's about to do. I know she's retired, but <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her. She says she'd keep her claws sharp. Exactly. Well, they need to keep up with their battle skills. Ashfur opens his mouth to volunteer, but Brambleclaw beats him to God, it. Shut I can do that, Firestar. God, you brown noser! You brown noser! I'm gonna shove him in a locker. <laughs> Squirrelflight's fur prickled. That would be the deputy's job. It looks like he really is trying to take Greystride's place. Brambleclaw says he can start tomorrow, sparring with two or three cats every morning. He tells Ashfur that he'll start with him and Spiderleg. Ashfur's eyes narrowed, claws sheathed. Brambleclaw meets his gaze. Claws sheathed, but that's all. They're not kits play fighting. Ashfur never said they were. Squirrel fights. Ashfur beat him up. Yeah, Ashfur beat him up for Brenna. No, this is Squirrel Flight. <laughs> She'll fight with him and see if he thinks she's playing. Oh, girl. Brambleclaw blinks at her, and he says he's sure Ashfur doesn't need her to fight his battles. Let him speak for himself. Squirrelflight ignores Ashfur's tail laid warningly on her shoulder. She's too furious to remember that they are in the middle of a clan meeting. You think you're so great, Brambleclaw. That's enough. 
Firestar says. <laughs> His gaze scorches Squirrelflife's fur, and she sits down again, ashamed. Firestar thanks Brambleclaw and tells him to make sure every cat has a chance to practice as soon as possible. And Brightheart tells of a sheltered clearing that she came across while hunting. It could be a place to train. Firestar tells her to show him after the meeting. And for Brambleclaw to report back to him as soon as he gets back from WindClan. He can stay there. Him and Crowfeather would get along. Yeah. Yeah. Told you he's a bossy furball, Spiderleg whispered in her ear. <laughs> oh, wait, that already happened. <laughs> Brambleclaw nods and turns to Squirrelflight. They can go now, if she's ready. Squirrelflight sprang to her paws. Don't tread on my tail, Brambleclaw. Brambleclaw tells her to start behaving like a warrior. Unless she thinks Firestar should have chosen another warrior to lead this patrol. Yep. His voice is as cold as his eyes. Squirrelflight feels a sting of dislike run through her. This was not the same cat she had traveled with to the Sundrown place. For real. I've been saying that for a whole book. (laughs) He had been her closest friend on that journey. The cat that meant more to her than any of the others. Now she scarcely recognized him. Right? Yeah. Firestar can choose whoever he likes, Squirrelflight spat. He is one of his senior warriors, after all. But that's not what she really thinks, Brambleclaw shot back. His eyes blazed and his ears flattened with fury. She thinks he's disloyal because he has kin in another clan. He saw her watching him when he was with Hawkfrost by the lake. Good thing I did, replied Squirrelflight. Otherwise, no one would know that Hawkfrost was plotting to become WindClan deputy and take over Riverclan. And River I haven't Clan. told anyone. She heard what Mudclaw said. I mean, she's saying it out loud right now, so it must be common knowledge. I guess. Or a rumor, at least. Mudclaw was lying, Brambleclaw hissed, neck fur bristling with fury. He asked why they should believe that traitor. Why should they believe Hawkfrost, Squirrelflight asks. Why shouldn't we? Brambleclaw asks. Because Tigerstar was Hawkfrost's father? Like he was his father, too? That's not fair, Ashfur protested, coming to Squirrelflight's side. Squirrelflight didn't say, Keep out of this, Brambleclaw rounded on Ashfur. It's got nothing to do with him. Squirrelflight's claws slid out. She's a heartbeat. A lot of claw She's reveals. A heartbeat away. A lot of claw, like, moments and just, just chapters. Is this the second chapter now we're already on? No, we're still on the first. We're still on the first chapter? Oh my god. Yeah. She's a heartbeat away from slashing Brambleclaw's muzzle. But she sees Firestar heading out of camp and thought about how disappointed he would be if his warriors fought. I don't care who your father was, Squirrelflight hissed. She doesn't trust Hawkfrost because he plotted to kill one whisker. Right? He'll do anything for power. A blind hedgehog could see it. <laughs> Brambleclaw glares <laughs> and, and, and at her. And honestly, the hedgehog could explain pretty clearly his motivations. Yeah. <sighs> well, she says that, but she doesn't have any proof, he says. Hawkfrost is his brother. And he's not going to turn his back on him when he hasn't done anything wrong. Yes, you can. Which, I wouldn't say he hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, he hasn't done, like, he a lot of He was part right. of a coup. He apologized for the coup, but he was still a part yeah, of a like coup. He was part of a coup. I mean, it's like, hmm. Well, fine, Squirrelflight exclaimed. If he's so besotted with Hawkfrost, he wouldn't know the truth if it bit him. Why doesn't he just go join RiverClan? He obviously doesn't care about ThunderClan or her. Brambleclaw is about to spit back a retort when Birchkit rolls between his paws. The kit looks up at the bristling cats. Sorry, he squeaked and fled to the nursery. <laughs> no, Birchkit, get him out of there, baby. 
Rich kid's like, oh no, what have I gotten myself into? You better get used to it, dude. It's like every other week with those two. Well, Brambleclaw says they're wasting time, and without seeing if the rest of them were following, he stalked towards the entrance. Squirrelflight looks to Ashfur. She sees concern and gentleness in his blue eyes. And after Brambleclaw's hostility, it was like cool water on a hot day. Ow. He asks if she's okay. Gross, dude. This is like... I'm fine. Okay, dude. I told you it's Twilight. This is your move, dude? All right. I'm fine, Squirrelflight insisted, and set off after Brambleclaw. Rainwhisker is just kind of open-mouthed staring at her. <laughs> she tells him to hurry up or they'll never catch up. Brambleclaw doesn't wait for them. He vanishes through the camp entrance, and Squirrelflight feels hollow inside. It feels as if Brambleclaw is deliberately walking out of her life. Would they ever even be friends again? After a fight like that, she doesn't see how they could be. She just had to accept that whatever they once had, the friendship that had lasted through their long journey, was over. And that's the end of chapter one, so we did it. Yeah, it's over, but let me guess. We're about to talk about it for this entire book and like three more books. There's only one more book in this. Oh, series. sorry, one After more book. One. It's probably gonna continue. It's gonna. It's gonna. This is gonna be. It's a, gonna. This is gonna be a series regular issue. It's. Oh my god! Is this my new? Is this our new spotted leaf? Is this our new toxic relationship? I'm gonna have to contend with. Okay, but at, at least they had a relationship that. Yeah. No, and made I know. Sense. I know. I, I'm. I mean more. So, so I don't think you can equate it to that. Something that just won't stay in the grave where it belongs. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. You'll be able to watch all of my, um, animatics about it eventually. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's I'm ready for, um, I'm, I'm ready. It's, at least it's entertaining. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. though I feel like that kid who stumbled in the middle of it all. <laughs> Your birch me, kit. Me your and birch, birch kit are like, whole ordeal. we gotta get out of here. Oh god, there's no escape. <laughs> we live here! Also, that uh, didn't answer any of my questions. Who's dying? Oh, the burning question was your, uh, what happened to the oh, dead warriors. Okay. Um, and also the answer- They rotted outside for three the, days. Yeah, the answer was so much worse. <laughs> like, the fact that they were just left there. Three days, Would have been better if we forgot about it. Three days. That's not like a normal amount of time to leave a dead body on your front porch. I just want to no, say, that even in like a even in like a world where it's regular to have a dead body on your front porch, I feel like the neighbors start. Sh- three days is too much. Yeah, like after the first twenty four hours, the neighbors are like, "So should we um do we need some help with that?" It's like, ah, no, I'm just gonna get some rest. Two more days worth of it. <laughs> okay. Two more days. You're gonna leave them out there for two more. Uh-huh. Two more. You know these aren't like two? these aren't like. These aren't, like, Christmas lights. It's not, like, funny to leave them out. And, like, we just we just finished a long journey where we grew closer to everybody. Everybody knew who those cats were. And yeah, and, like, the whole thing is, like, oh, man, it'd be, it's disrespectful if we don't bring them to them. I feel like it's gonna feel like a slight either way. Like, hey, you drop these into our house? Yeah, they died. Um, like, today? No. No, during the Ooh, battle. Three days ago, but... What? What battle? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like if I was Shadow Clan, I'd be like, okay, you know, we've been actually extraordinarily cool for the past couple books. Um, <laughs> Could you guys not <laughs> treat us like we're the same? Don't tempt us? Yeah, like, don't, like, this This could be our turning don't point. Don't tease us like this. Like, Yeah, wow. we could get really uncool about this and we'd be totally justified. Maybe Blackstar will say something at the next gathering. It'd be valid. Guess what? The next gathering. Guess where? Guess where we get to go on our next gathering, whenever that (gasps) is. We get to go Boy Island. We get to go to Boy Island. Oh, I can't believe Boy Island's about to become all gender island because yeah, everyone island. Everyone island. Oh, beautiful folks! If you want to join us on Everyone Island, 
um, no matter what your gender expression is, you can do so by following us on Twitter, Instagram at WCWITCast. Uh, and if you want to contact us directly, if you need a refund on your Everyone Island uh, uh, ticket, you can email us directly at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, be like, hey, I know I thought, I know I said last episode was wild, but guess what? You get to know what happens to those two bodies. <laughs> and also, you get, like, a mystery at the beginning of this and no answers. It's, like, so fun. So fun. Everyone's welcome, but you know what? It'll always be Boy Island. Boy in Island heart. in spirit. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.